Are you sitting on the fence whether or not you're going to do a podcast or not? Let me tell you what pushed me over that fence to the good side, meaning I'm doing podcasts now, risk-free, zero dollars invested, learning as I go. And the risky part about it is pretty much, I haven't found one single negative thing about it so far. So let me inspire you to make the decision to come over to the grassy, the green grass is, is, is greener on this side of the fence. Let's just put it that way. I struggled with for, sorry, maybe two, maybe a year and a half as to whether or not I was going to do a podcast. The three common things that came up with, am I going to have enough to talk about? Do I have enough content to talk about? Which quickly went away because, I mean, I've been in business for, I was going to say 50, sorry, 40 years. And I have more than enough to talk about. In fact, when I was in my public speaking career, they used to say, she'll talk, she'll talk, and she'll talk forever if you don't give her a, a, a cue to stop talking. Meaning once I get into the groove of talking to an audience and I'm talking about a message or I'm talking about something I'm passionate about, like maybe to the Animal Rights Society or an audience that is fully engaged in Big Brothers and Big Sisters and and or Sick Kids Hospital and we're talking about like really, 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 really important stuff, I can talk till the cows come home. And so why would I not think I can do a podcast? Because it's simply that's what it is, is talking. However, you get to control the variables around the talk, the discussion, the podcast. Some people want to have it for an hour podcast. Other people use it as a tool to promote something else that they're doing in business. Kelly Ripa just added it to her multiple uh, list of talents that she already has. And she interviews other celebrities. And I think it's called Off the Camera or something. Forgive me if I'm wrong. But anyhow, celebrities are using it as another element of communication, of self-expression. Music and artists will use it as a platform to sing a song, let's say, and get that song digitally in the hands of somebody in Hollywood that they would have never, ever had access to do otherwise. I remember, in fact, being an artist, a young artist in the um, in the world of artwork, you know, traditional paint artwork, and having to go through the painstaking process of uh, getting a portfolio together. And why I said it was painful is because it was back then. We didn't have, I didn't, as a, a starving artist, I didn't have extra money to be spending on you know, great quality photographs of my artwork. So I would literally lug in artwork under my arm, you know, three or four canvases at a time. That was my way of getting my portfolio to the people I wanted to see it. Or I would simply have a show and ask them to come to the show. So you're creative around getting your your form of expression, whatever it is, your talent, your message, your content, whatever it is you want to get. This is the, the most free the most free, sorry, whatever. It's the easiest thing I have come across in my whole, I mean, probably in my whole career, honestly, as an artist, as a business coach, every single role, job, business I've been involved with, there has always been a learning curve or a, a period of time where you had to do, you know, roll up your sleeves and 
and do the dirty work, so to speak, prove yourself, show your work. Um, you always had to go, you know, in the, in the franchise business. I mean, we went one year knowing you weren't going to make a dollar because every dollar you made selling lemonade stand, whatever it is you're selling, every dollar you made as a profit went back into the business. And so at the end of that one year, you made zero money. So you literally bought yourself a job that didn't pay any money for a year and worked double shifts for a year and listened to everybody tell you why you should not have a lemonade stand or you should not this, that, and the other. It's brutal or it can be brutal. So if you've been there, you understand what I'm talking about. Proving yourself in an interview, going to interview after interview after interview to say, here's what I can do. Here's why I'm great. Well, that is necessary in traditional in the traditional way of getting a job. Now, if you want to get land a job, get a podcast. Honestly, that is totally what I would do if I was looking for anything. Secure land, a loan with the government, uh, a job, let's say, anything that you're looking to attain or, or acquire your next step. Uh, maybe you're applying for something that you don't think you can get. Maybe it's a teaching position at Harvard and you have all the credentials, but you just need that one last thing to make you a little different, have a differentiation factor, add some spice to your, your portfolio. Well, there's nothing like a podcast that'll do that. So a podcast is free. Go to anchor.fm. Put in your username, which is your email address. Create a password. Write that password down so you don't forget it because that's one little tiny stumbling block that can stop you and prevent you, and you need not do that. So just write your password down and go into Anchor and start to play around and look for that microphone that says record and record it. Record your voice. Now, number two reason why I did not want to start a podcast because I did not like to hear my own voice. There is just something about it that I don't know. I don't want to hear my own voice, yet I get paid to talk. I don't want to see my photograph, for example, yet I've been paid to take photographs when I was in the world of modeling for a, you know, a nanosecond. So all I did was I just didn't look at those magazine articles and watch those commercials because whenever I would go and watch them, I would be like horrified, especially public speaking. Gosh, that process took me 10 years to become a motivational speaker. And part of that, a huge part, you, you had to do it, was to have them record you do a public speaking talk and then watching the video and then critiquing your own self. Honestly, one of the most painful processes. I only got halfway through and I said, this is so stupid. I'm becoming my own worst critic criticizing myself to all of you criticizing what I just did yesterday. So I came up with a policy. I said, if I've done it, been there, done it, I don't need to go back, look at it, listen to it, see it, experience it again. And so I decided I was going to just do my own rules, which is podcasts. My rules, my own personal rules for podcasts is they are free. They are free. That means that if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. If you don't want to pay the fee, there is no fee. If you need your money back, there is no money back because you didn't pay to listen. But there may be a couple of people that want to hear this. So when I started on the road of a podcast, which I just told you how to do it, get your own podcast, one, two, three, it can be, and by the end of this day today, it doesn't matter if it's a Sunday, 
by the end of today, you can do what I'm talking about. And I have two more minutes to explain, but you can do this and you can by midnight tonight say that you are, you have your own podcast. Honestly, it's that crazy easy. So when I talk about creating your own rules, I create my own sort of window that is comfortable. So one of them is 10 minutes. I feel like whatever topic I'm talking about, 10 minutes is kind of like my maximum where I can get out all the information that I want, but not a whole hour, not 30 minutes. It's just a 10 minute snippet. And I know that after 10 minutes, I'm, I'm you know, where goes, there goes the chicken, meaning <laughs> my attention is diverted on something else. I need to go do something else. I'm just, you know, that kind of personality. So 10 minutes is awesome for me. Plus, I started doing just five minutes at the beginning. So keep fluid, keep flexible, and ask people for feedback. And that's exactly how I got to 10 minutes. I sent out the first 12 episodes to, um, you know, 10 or 12 friends of mine, and they said, we would have liked to hear you a bit more. We would have liked to hit. And I, I found that sweet spot for me as 10 minutes. After 10 minutes, that's it. So I'm only asking for 10 minutes to get three points across and there's no risk, meaning there's no money I have to worry about. Um, there's no, there's just no downside that I've been able to find. And so who loves podcasts? Well, it seems to be the buzzword. I don't know how long this fad is going to stay. It could be here for a while. So jump on the bandwagon, get yourself a podcast and help it project, pro, project you, project you into the future propel you is what I was trying to say into the future of whatever it is that you want. When you say you have a podcast at a dinner table, the next time you're sitting around a barbecue or dinner table, see the reaction. I'll leave you on that one. You'll, you'll be amazed at how well it works. Until next time, this is Tracy with podcast, podcast tips on how to get your own and just do it already. It'll never be perfect and that's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. You're the boss. Have fun with it and send it to me and I'll be your first like and or whatever it is that you tell me to do. Like, comment, comment. I can easily comment and give you other tips. Free of charge, just supporting one entrepreneur to the next. Have a great day, guys.